The day has finally come. It has arrived. The long awaited day. Longest, is here. like four days of my life, I will say. Four days? I don't know. How long has it been since the book came out? We can't do another oh. bit about like where's time relative to where oh, we yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 we won't. We won't. I see. Okay, yes. We've been waiting. Okay. I just mean since we've been silenced by Will, by Boy Yeah, we've been silenced. Okay. (laughs) It's Hofast. This is what's happening. You guys know. Everybody knows. It's Hofast. We're doing it. The world knows. We're here. We're ready. Now, just to put, you know, give you a peek behind the old, I was supposed to say the Iron Curtain. I knew that's something else. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Peek behind the old curtain. What's what's the Wizard of Oz? like? Yeah, curtain. Behind the mask or something? No, you had a curtain. Whatever. Okay. I certainly do not know. Yeah. Hofast came out a couple days ago for us, okay? We know for you, it's practically old news at this point, but for us, it's new news. Yeah. Okay? Journey back into the past. Came out a couple days ago, and obviously, Boy Boss, who's our harsh mistress and the male leader of the podcast, has (laughs) been over here censoring females. Censoring females. Seems he got a little too to much save, from the book, if you know what I mean. Save, oh. To save, to save for the benefit of our audience. The you magic. know, that's very yeah. yeah. No, this is it. All rings true with your constant defenses of the Asteri. You know, it's all worth <laughs> wow. it. You wow. just suck a little bit of life from people, <laughs> but it's fine because you know best. No, I was like, we have to preserve <laughs> our life and take some energy for this our podcast, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Okay, so here's the deal. Here's the deal, everybody. We are covering chapters, you know, prologue and chapters one through eight on this episode. However, we have all read about half of the book. A little more. Okay? A little bit more than half, I would say. Let's see. Where am I? I'm like three quarters. I'm on chapter 50. <laughs> so Boy boss. Listening to the audiobook. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I'm on chapter... F- I had to check where I was. I'm on chapter 50. I'm so, on 68. Where are you at? Okay, well? 68. I don't know the chapter, but I'm like halfway It's not through. a competition. Yeah. Um, no, it's not. <laughs> no, I know. I'm I kidding. But I'm sure Boy Boss is probably winning because he loves to like, read really quickly. No, yeah, I'm not. I'm in reader. last place, actually. I'm in last place, actually. Okay. So just know that. We're going to be talking, like, we're talking about chapters one through eight, but we are going to be bringing in things from, like, everything that we've read up to chapter 50, let's say. So just be warned. Be aware. Because, like, we're going to need, actually, I believe, sort of towards the beginning, I think we might need to unpack... Oh, for sure. I think we might need to unpack some stuff. Like the reality. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, yeah. 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 Before we do that. From Deluluville. Yeah. Also, to be clear, just because we haven't finished, we, so there will be spoilers of things that actually did happen later, probably. And also, we probably will say things that are wrong about what does happen. Right. Later on. Yeah. Right. But that's just like raw. It's like real. You know, it's, it's like, raw. what was that thing with like whose line is it anyway, where they're like, the point don't matter nobody cares let's play a game like that's what we're doing was that a very millennial reference that nobody's gonna get i don't i don't Um, get it i'm a millennial and (laughs) i didn't get it but i was gonna just like yes and you perfect Um, thank you and but before we do that we have a we have a hefty little chunk of shout outs we need to give wow i have a little list i gotta go through it i'm checking my list I'm making it twice. Wow. Is one of the shout outs for all the girlies on Instagram who we've been having the best convos with in the DMs. Sometimes, yes. Rach, both of us yes. at once. Oh, yeah. Sometimes, like, people will DM us and then Dina and I will start replying at the same time and then we sound <laughs> like we're, like, having a, a, <laughs> like an issue. An <laughs> Which we are, but not in that right. way. Um, 
Yeah, no, actually, there's, like, too many people on IG to shout out. Weirdly, I just wrote down that I should shout out Olivia. So, Olivia, shout out. Good for you. You won the lottery. Love you. Yeah, you did. (laughs) Yeah. But I don't mean to, like exclude because we just we love our dms we you're love only it. you're it's first among so equals fun. you know yeah primus inter paris exactly or something yeah something like that and also need to give a shout out to neckbeard's ghost <laughs> who i actually found and you know we're always asking and we won't stop we are always asking you to post on that reddit and let people know and mm. i found a post in the wild i was just minding my own business wow getting cozy for bed and then i <laughs> wow. was scrolling through you know the the assorted moss related you know reddits that are like my exclusively my reddit feed plus like trader joe's and stuff and um <laughs> what else Oh, I like... Well, we can talk about that at another time. Uh, Trader Joe's, yeah, Sephora, Lululemon. I'm oh, yeah, you're such sick. a Lulu girl now. I'm so sick. Delulu I'm in for my Lulu. Scuba. Yeah. I am Lululemon. I'm in my scuba. <laughs> Anyways, I'm digressing. Neckbeard's Ghost. I was, like, scrolling, and I saw this thing. I was like, oh, like, Watch is amazing. And I was like, wait, that's my podcast. That's <laughs> So that was awesome, and thank you so much. We love that. That sustained us for, like, 48 hours, I would yeah. say, mentally. And that really drives that. There's mm-hmm. always, like, a little wee spike, so thank you. Yeah. We got a couple Apple reviews super sweet recently in the past oh my gosh, couple of weeks. so sweet. Bored and Betchy. Oh, we love Hannah. that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good one. Hannah. It's a parte. And Jenna. Aw. Thank you Thanks, so much. Pals. And last but certainly not least, in fact, I'd maybe say... The least, the least, least of them all, the most, <laughs> is to our generous, a recent generous benefactor. Oh my god! Wow. wow. Let me see if I can get just her first name. Obviously, I don't want to. I don't know if people like want. Mm. You know, I don't know if you want know, your email yeah, or not. Yeah. So, if your initials are MS, thank you. You made it rain on Hofast release day. Yes. <laughs> Like, could anything get any better than that? I don't know. No, no. And I had been forgetting to Venmo Rachel for like our software forever. So this really, this really helped. Thank you. <laughs> this really helped us on multiple levels. Yeah. So thank you so much. <laughs> and with that, that lengthy list. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, not sorry. Thank you so much, all y'all. Yeah, drowning in dopa right now, folks. Keep it coming. Yeah, we're we're fucking drowning now. <laughs> Will Willard. William mm-hmm. is will be taking us through this episode. I do like. I want to ask you guys, and we didn't kind of fully. I we didn't discuss this. I want to ask you guys: When are we going to? At what point in the episode are we going to acknowledge that we are on Delulu Express, headed to Delulu Central Station, and but now we're off the train. Unfortunately, we've been forced off of the Delulu Express. Yeah, we, yeah, we are unfortunately walking. <laughs> We've gotten kicked off. <laughs> do we? Do we want to address it now? Or do we want to address it later? I feel like like it takes a bit for it to come up, right? Yeah, I think let's okay. because there are like a couple moments where we could grasp onto our past Delulu selves. Yeah, before we get ripped back through the yeah. gates into reality too okay. soon. Okay. Well, in that case, boy boss, please take our warm hands and guide us. Speak for yourself. Take my cold and clammy hands, baby. Take our cold and clammy <laughs> wow. hands. Wow. Okay. I'm thrilled. I'm excited. Prologue. Okay. So <gasps> we'll do the prologue. We, if you've started reading this book, which I assume you have, I mean, 
obviously Queen, Queen Christine, but like other than that, I think like the chapters here jump back and forth a lot between different perspectives, which like if I could offer a minor piece of feedback to SJM for those of us who are, you know, like completely bandwagoning on her intellectual property to do our podcast, (laughs) it's like not the most convenient like format. So maybe, you know, like a chapter per perspective that would, that's kind of lit. Yeah. Or even just two, you know, like don't do four. Yeah. Maybe but, just two even, but, but it's okay. It's We still love it. Anyway, so I think rather than like jump around a million times, at least for the first few episodes of this season, they're kind of like three different situations yeah. happening and we're going to like bop back between them just like once an mm-hmm. episode instead of kind of chaotically pinging back and forth. Right. But first we'll start with the prologue. And the prologue we open on kind of like star of stage and screen like the foremost <laughs> actress of all all the world of Midgard, mm-hmm. Juilliard's greatest talent, yeah, and I guess like chief chief spy double agent, the mm-hmm. Hind Lydia. Lydia, she's she's looking hot. She's putting on her best evil face. Yeah, and oh, it's yeah. like kind of fun because we haven't ever had like we haven't really been. It's obviously all third person. We haven't ever, ever been like. Yeah. With with her her. as like Mm -hmm. the character we're following. So she is kneeling in front of kind of like full quorum Asteri Council. Mm -hmm. They have hauled in the two Fey Kings for a wee scolding. Side note, like the floors are like marble and she's kneeling. Like that would be enough for me to crack. I can't even stand on marble floors. You know what I mean? Like my like hips are like hurting just thinking about it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> the fake kings have been hauled in for a wee scolding. We have mm-hmm. obviously Daddy Autumn King. Did we know his name was Einar? Einar? No. Or is that like yeah. new information? No, we did. So, okay. We did. That's so embarrassing for him. Yeah, yeah. it explains a lot. It really does. Einar. <laughs> we also have Shadow Fake King, Shadow Daddy King. Shadow we have too Daddy. many Shadow Daddies in like know, the Fae Watch universe. But we have not met him. His name is Morvin. It's like we get this at some point later. It's kind of question mark. Like, why is he there? Because there is this myth or rumor or potential truth that did, how did we decide to say it? Avalon? 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 I'm going to say, yeah, like Avalon. Avalon. Wow. OK. Because that's how they say it in the audiobook. Okay? OK. So he lives in these mist shrouded archipelago slash mm-hmm. island called Avalon which we'll learn more about later. But anyway, in theory, the Asteria aren't allowed to go there, but he came anyway to get, like, scolded. So she's, like, kneeling. They're kneeling. Pollux, who, like, just a reminder, is gross. Also, I guess I should just say up front, this episode is going to be a little, like, I feel like we just need a level set, you know, a little bit, and we'll try right, to do it like, quickly. Like, who are these people? We got two bad daddies. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Cormac daddy, Rune daddy. Both suck. Who sucks more? We'll find out. So Pollux. Pollux is the Heinz like pretend partner but like a terrible 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 angel but also like really hot and like blonde yeah so evil yeah so they're being scolded for basically the events that happen at the end of crescent city 2 in which rune and cormac cormac being shadow king's heir or whatever participated in this like fucking spontaneous like the most poorly planned rebellion of all time well thought out yeah so Basically, Daddy, Daddy's Autumn and Shadow King just kind of disown their children. They're like, no, no, like you can keep Rune in prison. Cormac, 
seems to have died died we had question marks but so far at least from what i've read yeah every they are saying they talk about him dying like quite a lot and i'm like "Mm, do they protest too much you know yeah no they definitely doth protest too much like yeah and they don't they also at some point say like oh yeah like there wasn't even a body yeah yeah there's like one time where like pollock says something when he's torturing the boys where he says like yeah, I heard Cormac, like, begged for it to end. Like, that's going to be you guys. But it's, like, very obvious that he's, like, just making shit up to try to, like, break them. Yeah. Right. But And mm-hmm. everywhere, everything else is just, like, oh, Cormac. Remember Cormac sacrificed himself? Remember his body? Yeah. There was no yeah. body that went across the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Cormac allegedly dead. Yeah. The, the, like, the daddies, the daddy kings just sort of are trying to get out of the room alive, you know? Yeah. They're so like, who can be the biggest bitch? Yeah, they're saying what needs to be said. They're sort of supplicating themselves. We have our full Asteri there. We see more Asteri than we've ever seen before. But obviously, lead Asteri Rigelis is there in kind of like teen form. Mm -hmm. Smells like teen spirit. And he... indeed. Little Timmy Chalamet in some of our minds. Yes, exactly. Wow, he really should play that role. Anyway, Mm. better than fucking Willy Wonka. Yeah. So, whatever. They scold them, but I, they're allowed to live, basically. So, yeah. like, whatever. They move yeah, on. pretty chill, honestly. Yeah, they were, like, so chill. <laughs> they didn't even, yeah. like, cut off a limb or anything. Yeah, I didn't really get it. No. Or, like, find them. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, everyone gets dismissed. Lydia, who they... No one knows. None of the bad people know that Lydia is a spy. She, like, successfully was... I forget, kind of, but, like, knocked unconscious during little mm-hmm. like yeah. scene in the palace and she killed the harpy but they think bryce killed the harpy she's the one smart person she's the only book. smart person in the entire book but um <laughs> yes. that's not true actually i have to say no, we'll, we'll get to this in a moment yeah. anyway so lydia though is kind of like chief interrogator you know she's mm-hmm. leading the inquisition and so she walks down to check on what i'm gonna call our sad boys yeah kind of strung up in torture chamber central yeah torture torture yeah not listen the vibes are not good the vibes are not cozy the vibe seems sticky and painful sticky and stinky i don't love it yeah definitely stinky it's bad it's bad so it's hunt it's rune and it's baxian and baxian Baxian though finally got what he wanted. He's in. He, oh, he's, he's in, in the with group. the crew. He's in. Yeah. He's in the group. At one might a kind wonder of high cost. if it was worth it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he, but he's in. Yeah, yeah camaraderie. In. That's so true. <laughs> yeah. So they are. Da, 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 what was I going to say? Oh well. So so she's on her way down. On her way, she kind of like stares concerningly like out the window. And there are, like, two things. One, we just get, like, more confirmation this is Rome because they're terracotta roofs. And two, (laughs) apparently, like, if you recall, there was, in the whole end of CC2, they were trying to, like, destroy the mech suits. Because, like, remember, we're in, like, future tech Mm -hmm. kind of world and they had whatever, whatever. Anyway, there's now Mech Suit 2.0. It's been like four days and they already have like an upgraded version. So that was all for naught. These are also like autonomous mech suits that I guess are putting like 
veneer mech suit drivers out of work but it's fine like there's been no i don't think <laughs> yeah, there's like any this discontent is what finally gets you in civil society <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know that mech suit pilots like i don't know that that was like a job that one like right right i think it's sort of <laughs> yeah like, yeah right. thrust upon you so yeah yeah but yeah anyway the torture has been really gory runes piercings have been like Oh my god, I Don't was gonna bring this it. up. No, but as someone with a nose ring, like that, this like, That's ugh, visceral. like I that was so visceral. That's tough. That was tough. This part, it's I mean, it's so gory. I think SJM must have like really watched some like horror movies to like get into the vibe here because shit is Yeah. Like very what's the word? Tough. Yes. Bad. <laughs> However, um, hmm. you know, spoiler spoiler alert for next episode, it is going to get worse. Yeah. yeah. It is going to yeah. get worse and we don't, it gets better. We don't need to linger. I think the only, the only last thing in this little prologue that I at least have is, all right, look, you know, Lydia and Rune, when Lydia was Agent Day, she and Rune were doing their little mind liaison where they fell in love and they would even like sleep together. And then he found out who she was and he has not handled it well. No. And she refuses to mind speak with him. So well, No, he refuses to mind speak with her. That's what I meant. He refuses to mind speak with her. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. listen, I get that you're a sad boy. I get that your like body is being taken apart piece by piece. I get that you're in a stinky, sticky, gross torture chamber where like you're probably gonna die. But also, like, what if you had like an ounce of strategic thought in your brain? Yeah. And you were like, wow, it seems like she's an ally. Maybe it would be helpful for us to be in, have a secret line of conversation that only we can right. have. It's such an obvious point that, like, I think later in this episode, even Hunt, Himbo, like, the first, yeah. is like, <laughs> um, like, if you want to get out, maybe you should start, like, mind chatting with your girlfriend again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's the prologue. I think next we should move to Bryce, our like yeah. our lead protagonist. Yeah. Bryce and friends. Bryce. So Bryce has landed in Akatar. Whoops. <laughs> she was <laughs> yeah. aiming for hell. She made it to Prithian. Yeah. Instead. I guess just like quick, quick recap. Hell, you know, it's hell. It sounds bad. Not bad. Hell's they're good guys. Good. Yeah. They're good. Hell guys. seems like they're good guys. So it seems like some combination of the star on her chest or her star sword kind of led her through the magic gate to end up on Prithian. Yep. She's been put into, like, clean but Spartan accommodation, which is pretty clearly a prison cell in the Hewn City. So they're not really letting her see, like, the choice real estate holdings yet. Which, no. is it time to lodge my first complaint? Yeah, please. Great. Bryce doesn't get to see anything but the fucking Hewn City and a bunch of fucking caves, then I don't get to see anything but the Hewn City and a bunch of fucking caves. Like, I wanted to go to Valeris. Like, what? I wanted to be in the townhouse. You know how much we love the townhouse. Hell, the House of Winds? I wanted to see the house give Bryce a little bit of soup. 
of a glass yeah. of wine. You deserve it. Yeah. We didn't no, get any you... of that. We were deprived. We basically, the three of us, are Hunt, Run, and Baxian. Like, we are being deprived. <laughs> we're the new we sad boys. We are being boys. tortured. Yeah, we're literally we, in a torture chamber. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's like the same exact thing, basically. And I would like to lodge a formal fucking kiss. And she's up. such a city girl, you know? She's yeah. such a city she girl. She does so well in Velars. And thank you so much for bringing this up because also, we have been deprived. We have been deprived of a Valaris makeover shopping montage <gasps> where Dude. Bryce gets to go and cosplay as a Prithian. That's yeah. what I'm fucking saying. Should they keep her in her Medieval fucking leggings garb. this whole time? We don't even get a makeover montage? So pissed that we didn't get an old-timey makeover montage. Yeah, like, that would have been such a good, like, subversion of the genre. You know what I mean? Ugh. Like, put her in, like, a hot little, like, corset gown. Like, those tits would be looking amazing. They'd be so good. But no. But no. So she's, like, basically getting, like, more casually interrogated. There's no torture by as Reese and Amryn. And Bryce is like, "Mm, is Amryn, like, the court historian? Like, what's her deal here? Why do they keep asking her about history? So (laughs) funny. Wait, because it's also, like, there's a moment where she's saying something and she's like, and then they're 15,000 years old. And she expects them to, like, gasp in horror. And they're like, okay, cool, what else? And she's like, oh. I guess that's fine. <laughs> I mean, look, there's a lot of sort of recapping where we are in this conversation, just to make sure everyone is on the same page. If maybe you read some of the books a while ago, we kind of like realize they realize at first, like very stiltedly, and there's some like withholding of information and they have yeah. a language barrier, but then there's like a magic bean and the magic oh, wait, bean. Wait, we need a pause on the fucking yeah, magic bean. Let's take a pause. Okay. <laughs> there's a magic bean. Okay, so the Bryce and, and Amran and Reese, maybe, or Bryce and Amran, whatever, like can kind of speak this language from like 15,000 years yeah, ago. Yeah, Latin. They can speak Latin. Basically, basically, they can speak Latin, but like nobody actually speaks latin anymore so reese is like here take this magic bean it'll allow you to speak the same okay was this like a thing that i forgot from other akatar books no No. okay so so it's just what's his name who is the giant beanstalk jim tim george james no no, james does have the giant Um, peach maybe it's jim john i don't know Listen, someone's got a beanstalk. Bryce the also has a beanstalk. <laughs> He's like a teen. He's like a tween. Yeah, she dry swallows this beautiful, like, silver bean. And language barrier solved. Yeah. Language barrier solved. Although they do throw in the few awkward, like, oh, and the word, like, gun sounded weird coming out of okay. her mouth because they don't fucking have. Them. Yeah, yeah. There, there are many, like, funny little things. So, first yeah. of all, like, just very quickly... We kind of get everyone on the same page about how Midgard yes. was a trap for, like, the Fae yeah. of the Akatar world as well as the Fae of other worlds. And that they had, in Prithian, way, way, way long ago, a High Queen Thea, who is the same Thea who ended up in Midgard. I feel like right, we're going to yes. get, like, explanation of this at some point, so we don't yeah, need to, like, belabor are, yeah. it now. But, but basically, yeah. they do realize that Bryce is from. Yeah, they reconcile like, their myths. Home world. They yeah. reconcile yeah, their myths very quickly. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Huh? Like, there's like, like a sword called Gwydion, and it's your star sword. And there was a myth about like a sword and the dagger, and the dagger that you have as is like really humming to me. 
Bryce. <laughs> um, <laughs> and like, oh, I guess like maybe a lot of people did vanish at one point. We kind of forgot about that. And the Daglin do sound a lot like the Asteria. Like maybe they're the same thing as the Asteria. Okay. <laughs> then Bryce starts explaining her world, which is funny for a couple of things. Like one, oh they God, use so Reese's like magic orb, like his like memory orb to like oh, yeah. project like new modern technology. Yeah, and so yeah, she's yeah. like, yeah, we have like guns now. And they're like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, she's oh. like pulling up like news coverage of like the tanks and the guns and stuff. And they're like, what is that? What's happening? Yeah, they're like, what is this iPhone you have? Oh, yeah, the iPhone stuff is so funny. She then explains, like, how the Asteri see, are, like, taking people's power via the drop and then again upon death, which was, like, the big drama we learned in right. CC2. I will note that the words Bryce uses and, the con- and you know, the implication is that this is, like, horrible is, quote, it's, like, attacks on our magic and I, again, just want to say taxes are, like, the foundation <laughs> for modern civil society and nation states. So, like, the fact wow. that it's a tax is, like, not in and of itself bad. Okay. SJM, a.k.a. Anne Rand. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, no, I was not into that description. I prefer the use of the term intergalactic parasites. Right. Which is that also happens. Used often. That also happens. I guess if I was, you know, signing like ten million dollar book deals, I probably would have a different view of taxes as well. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> wow. That's true. <laughs> but anyway, yes. So, ma- back to the magic bean. Back to Jim or James and his magic bean. But it's Bryce. <laughs> Um, James and his magic bean. That's probably not it. (laughs) Famous literary work. Also, Bryce's magic bean. Yeah. I just want us to take a moment. Feels a little different. (laughs) Like, I think that's more for Hunt. You know what I mean? (laughs) The magic bean, upon ingestion, causes her to, like, start glowing in a kind of (laughs) star-powery way. It's very, like, exorcist in my mind like it was very like a lot of like kind of like shaking and like you know and like her tattoo that says whatever love is all or some shit live laugh love yeah live laugh love all around yeah (laughs) in like ancient language starts glowing and amarin is like oh that's like the same words as like okay it's called the book of breathings and i was like i don't know like like nesta's like meditation guide she like published last year you know (laughs) like but anyway it's like (laughs) it's in the library of parthos jessiba edition i believe and it's also in throne of glass oh i had no idea so it's like a book that's made it across multiple different worlds Mm -hmm. yeah ostensibly ostensibly marks in it that might be of of the word w y r d the word <laughs> i thought you meant karl marx <laughs> yeah we're, we're really on like a certain <laughs> well where is your brain at today really need you to like you know himbo it up a little bit yeah look things here we're like ugh, we were slogging through you know when i was reading this i was like okay part of it is on me because we read all these books so recently and i think if you hadn't you would need this backup but oh, finally yeah, the night court trio bring in nesta to like see if she can yeah if she can figure out what's happening the tattoo and she confirms that the tattoo is like capital m made as in how she was made by the cauldron can i just say yeah i I have can i just say you go first rachel can i just say go ahead (laughs) can i just say like from the jump 
I know. Listen, we had our qualms in Akasif. We didn't love how the inner circle sort of treated Nesta and all that shit, right? But I do just love seeing her now. She's like... She's like Little Miss Competent. Yes. She's like can, Little Miss Can Do. Yes. Trusted member of the team. She's like self-actualized. Yes. Yeah. And like Bryce sees her and is like, wow, like this warrior, warrior. or whatever. And I'm like, Bryce, you have no idea what we've all been through to get here. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I hope you yeah. appreciate the warrior standing before you because like, wow, I'm just so proud of her. Like, I know. I was same. just like, you're so confident and smart and hot. And like, you have your little leathers on. Yeah, and you have, like, your own expertise that you're being called in for, and it's just... Yeah, she has, like, her place, you know? She's achieved girl boss. Yeah. Like, like, full stop. Also, I appreciate that she... I feel like this will come up over the next several chapters, but she definitely is part of the squad now, but kind of still, like her own person you know she's not one of these little like oh i'll do like whatever they say no she's not fucking growling anytime somebody says anything to reese like she's she's like rolling her eyes at him or whatever bryce is immediately like yes like that's my Mm -hmm. kind of girl you know yeah yeah Yeah. but so we're at this part where like no one's being the most cooperative like the night court isn't being the most trusting and bryce is not being the most revealing I really did want Bryce to just show a picture in her little brain of Rune. To be like, like if she hey. keeps being like Rune and Reese are like twins, like I feel like that would be a good thing to be like, bro, like maybe we're actually cousins. Like, yeah, there was a little bit, if I'm being honest, for me of like, okay, like these people aren't going to end up on opposite sides of like the great cosmic battle right. that's coming at some point. <laughs> Can we just like cut to the chase here? But- I know. And Rachel's always like, guys, please remind like us that like, Bryce has not read Akatar. <laughs> right. That's, That's true. true. She doesn't know yet. She doesn't like, read Akatar. She doesn't know, but it, it's very hard to read it and not be impatient. Yeah. And the Fae, I guess in Akatar, many of them, but especially in Midgard, are like pretty shitty as a general yes. rule. Yeah. So they leave her to kind of like stew in her room. And they send in trays of food. There's one little note here where like she's like, hmm, like the herbs are the same. I <laughs> the only thing that I wrote down this whole episode. <laughs> She's Wait, what like, did you like, want to say about the herbs? I have so much to say. The detention food is good. <laughs> yeah. She's like, she's like, wait, so like, does that mean the herbs in Midgard came from here? Or like, are the herbs from like the Asteria? Like, do we only have like herbs like rosemary because the Asteria brought them from their home world? And then she's like, oh, I have like more important things to do than like think about my intergalactic garden. And I'm like, no, you literally have like, this yeah. is exactly the content. You're like I crave. more styling this... about the herbs, please. This is why, this is like one of the things that makes SJM a great writer. She loves an attention. She loves to describe a meal. Yeah. And I appreciate that. And I'm just going to say the detention food here seems really nice. At this meal, we have bread, beef stew, and some hard cheese. Mm -hmm. Sounds delicious. Yeah. Like a little hunk of cheese. Yeah. Delicious. A nice cozy beef stew. Who am I? Exactly. And then later. She gets roast chicken, more bread, and some herbed potatoes. Ooh. So, sounds pretty nice. Yeah. yeah pretty hearty. Like, I've never made that elaborate of a meal for myself. No. No. <laughs> right. I was going to say, like, beef stew, that's an all-day thing. That's like a... But yeah, so she's bored AF, and she starts, like, ta- there's, so she's in a room. There's not much there, but there is a grate in the floor, and she starts tossing peas into the grate to see what happened, <laughs> and there's, like hissing and roaring and there's clearly some little like creatures down there and she's like oh i miss hunt 
<laughs> She's like, oh, demons, remind me of my boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> And so then she gets so bored that she's like, okay, I wonder if I should just, like, see if I can get out through this little grate. And she, like, you know, whatever, whatever magic drops, like, a little starlight orb. And they're, like, gross little, like, scaly creatures or something. Mm-hmm. And she's like, fuck it. Like, I have enough, I have enough like, juice in my little battery. Because, like, remember, Bryce does not, Bryce needs to be charged up by yeah. someone yeah. else's magic at the moment to use her magic. Yeah, and so I think the bean charged her up, right? Oh, the bean yeah. charged her? Okay, cool. I think cool. that's why, yeah. That makes sense. Maybe. She had she had, she had had lied to them, basically, and said she couldn't winnow, but she can, obviously. Mm-hmm. So she kind of, like, teleports down into the grate, but, like, she's the creatures kind of leave her alone because she's a little, like, her star is glowing and they don't yeah. like the star or whatever. That's one of the best things about the star, by the way. Like, all, like, creepy little dark creatures seem to... It's Kinda like a nightlight. Get it's her like away. a perfect little nightlight. Yeah, totally. All the monsters stay. They stay under the bed, and it says that she's, like, walking through this, like, dark little cave situation, and she feels something like a crown settle on her head, because she's, like, just doing her little strut, and she's not scared, yeah. and she's yeah. just, like, taking the initiative. Um, girl boss. Yeah, she's girl boss. She gets out into a tunnel via, like, some door and is walking for hours, but she's so tired, which, like, we do have to remember that while for us it's been, whatever, years since, yeah. you know, CC2 ended. It's been a couple hours for her, and she right. had a pretty yeah. eventful, like, a lot was happening. Yeah, right. I don't think she, like, napped on the plane between worlds. No. no. Poor girl. Yeah. So she passes the fuck out, and when she comes back, guess who's standing next to her? Her gr- new girl boss bestie, Nesta. Her new bestie, Nesta. <laughs> yeah, I literally wrote a self-realized Nesta. And Nesta is here mm-hmm. to, like, escort her back. But, like, you can tell they kind of are, like, they're, like, getting along. Like, Bryce yeah. does a lot of, she does her little, you know, her quips and her little defensive things. And Nesta's, like, lips quirk up. Like, Nesta's yeah. lips are, like, quirking up nonstop. Oh, my God. Quirkin, lips are quirkin. quirking for Twitching days. and quirking. No, but somebody said this to me earlier this week, and I think I agree. Like, I really like Bryce when she's around Nesta. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, totally. their dynamic makes okay. me like her even more. Yeah. For I some agree. reason. I agree. And, like, this will happen over, like, the next several chapters, too. But I'm like, oh, like, she is smart. I think she's surrounded by yes. so many dumb people in yeah. Crescent City that I'm like, okay, is she smart or is she just, like, like everyone else is stupid? But, like, these people are not dumb, and she's just, right. like, she's so smart. Yeah, I really like her a lot more with nesta (laughs) yeah me too (laughs) so but nesta is there to like encourage slash escort her back basically it seems like they kind of suspected she might try to escape through these tunnels which they didn't really know what was happening in the tunnels anyway so it's exploration Mm -hmm. yada 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 she she being bryce releases like a bunch of blinding light to try and like distract nesta and run away that light then gets attacked by shadows. Oh, I wonder, like, what could that be? From? Oh, wow. We won't find out in this episode, in but like, shadows in the dark are attacking the. And then so she, like, uses her light to fight back against the shadows, and uh oh, like, the cave falls in, basically. And I want to say something, Do, and I want to be clear. Uh huh. We, if you accuse us as a podcast or any members of this podcast of ever taking issue with shadow powers that can like touch things and do things Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. if you no first of all no we didn't no we didn't okay we never would suggest that that is not (laughs) perfectly reasonable and logical 
Yeah. The lost. And we. But for the lost clearly, tapes. <laughs> yeah. We love shadows that can touch things. Okay. And do things by touching them. Okay. Yes. And right. And light kind of in a similar fashion. <laughs> yeah. Like we've, and we've never said anything else. And like, if you, I just want to be clear. Yeah. You yeah. can't possibly like find kind of like no. audio yeah. of us taking a different position. Yeah. Honestly, definitely not me. No, I know that's not true. you. I'm it's looking maybe... pointedly for the listeners. <laughs> yeah, well, like the shadows. <laughs> no, but like the shadows this time, though. Like, this is what I'm saying, Rach. You get it. The shadows. They're like, like clawing, crawling, like around. Like, I mean, oh, we're not, we're yeah. not really gonna get it. We're not really gonna get into it. I think until next episode. But like, oh, little yeah. Delulu tease right here. Like, yeah, these... for oh, sure. the Delulu. I'm like, oh, getting pinned down. Yeah, these flirtatious shadows. Off. Yeah. <laughs> I was giggling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but for now, it's like the shadows are kind of a mystery. And where we are is we're kind of stuck into forced proximity with Nesta and Bryce, who can no longer go back and are just right. forced to kind of follow Bryce's starlight chest. Also, she's like, she's just like pulling down, I think, like the front of her shirt. I know. To like, yeah. So like she can like see with her little like flashlight on her chest every yeah. time i think about it i'm like this i can only imagine this book like with little animated characters sometimes and like yeah. the starlight is one of those times because i'm like i just can't like it just yeah, works like, better if it's like animated she's like a head. care bear you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we sort of conclude our our time with bryce this episode with an action sequence we shall just, you know, very briefly talk about, which is they mm-hmm. get to a kind of gorge-like situation with a narrow rock bridge mm. and river, like an underground river coursing mm-hmm. underneath. There are scaly flying things as they're trying to cross, but then there's like a monster worm. There's like a big, it's like dune or some yeah, shit. Yeah, the Midgard worm. Baby. Yeah. Which yeah, so it's called one, it's called like no, but it's called that. It's called like a Midgard something. Midgard. Midgard. Yeah. And it's like, oh, is that the same root as Midgard? Like what? Anyway, they get it's away from Dune it. It's very Dune vibes. If you it's need to picture super something. Dune vibes. Yeah. They do get away from it. Nesta basically like saves Bryce from the worm. All the training that we read about. Yeah. For like so weeks. Useful. And she has her, like, her super powerful magic sword. And it was, like, so nice to see, honestly, that she didn't lose all her power. She, like, still has a good amount of power. That meant a lot to me. Yeah, I was thinking of you, Like, she was, she had that power. She was rocking with it. She was rolling with it. So, thank the mother, as they say. Thank the mother. Thank Thank the cauldron. So, that's all I have for Bryce. Are you, are you two ready to move on? Or do you have anything you need to get off your chest? The only other qualm that I want to get off my chest personally is that sometimes when they're walking, and I don't remember like when this is, but it doesn't like super matter. They're all the like carvings on the wall, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And whatever, blah, 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 like history and like little, you know, nuggets are in there for us to parse apart. I don't want to get into that. What I do want to get into is that there's, there are Pegasuses Mm. on the wall. And I think- Bryce and is kind of like maybe realizing like oh like they did exist and then like they got extinct or something and I just wanted to register for a formal complaint that she didn't doesn't get to see one yeah yeah like what like why doesn't whatever his name show up I mean this is like where we're getting we're getting both ahead of ourselves and like we haven't gotten far enough ahead Uh, 
But I'm just saying, we get hints of Pegasuses, but I was not satiated with the amount of Pegasuses yeah. that yeah. are thus far available to me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, next, I think we need to stop back in very quickly again with our sad boys. And, you know, there's mm-hmm. not so, uh-huh. so much to say because they just, they're like still being tortured. Mm-hmm. Hunt is mopey. But I think is like kind of entitled at the moment to being Moby, given everything sure. that's yeah, happening we'll to him. It. He's doing sure. his like, oh wow, this was a bad plan. I was like, fucking yeah, dude. He's <laughs> like, I should have known. Well, you did. To be fair, like you did say, like let's not do this. You should have asserted yourself more. Like you right. did know. Yeah. And he's like a bit delirious, but he's like, is there something lurking in the shadows? I don't know. Anyway, the trio, but yeah, which now includes Baxian, yeah. are, like, are like making jokes to like keep morale up. And I like, love that. I was like, wow, that's so real of them. You know what I mean? I they mean, just I go- would never, but whatever. No, I mean, but I the way they go into like completely delirious hysterics, like doesn't yeah, Rune say something true. like, two angels and a fae walk into a dungeon and then they all start like kind of cackling yeah they're losing (laughs) it (laughs) they're like totally losing and they're sassing their torturers pollux and the hawk we finally meet the hawk who is whatever number seven of sandriel's extriari who's like another psycho hawk kind of tells them about the disowning and like that like kind of hits rune weirdly and then also about Cormac dying, and that also hits Rune because they just started becoming friends after being enemies for whatever yeah. centuries or some shit or decades. Rune is floating on a raft of pain, but it's oh. actually a real raft in a metaphysical wor- sense. <laughs> AKA, so not a real raft, right? But it's like more <laughs> real. <laughs> it's more real than just like a metaphor of like he was floating oh, on a raft yeah, of pain, yeah. you know? Yeah, but yeah. He, so he on a raft with Lydia but he really like has no time for her still and they talk very briefly but he's like you like are an awful person like I can't believe like I felt anything for you basically and he ends their little mental communication by like rolling off the raft into the water like so fucking dramatic (laughs) so dramatic although again like he deserves a little dramatics yeah yeah and so then the final the final little thing is it turns out that hun like hun wakes up from you know being in pain coma or something Mm -hmm. and the other boys are like passed out and what he thought was movement in the shadows ends up being apollyon right i forget where he ranks but one of one of the princes of hell he's the worst i mean best foremost whatever whatever. (laughs) he's in the shadows and hun immediately is like did Bryce get to hell? Because, like, that was originally the plan yeah. that they were sending her to. And Apollyon is like, uh, what? Question mark? Let me check. And he, like, bops out. <laughs> he comes back. <laughs> and he comes back with his fellow prince, Adis. Like, basically, these are the two princes of hell that yeah. we've seen. And is Adis a cat? He is, right? Right now? I have no clue. Okay. Sure. <laughs> um, I, li- I just like when he's a cat. It's cute. Yeah, and they're basically like, no, she's not in hell. Like, we kind of have a sense of where she might be, but, like, we can't tell you because you might get tortured and, like, reveal it. So, like, we're just not, we're going to keep that information from you. Mm -hmm. And then we just get more fucking teases, which we've gotten. Like, this is now Mm. a recurring bit between these people about the Black Crown, which is, like, his new, like, this time Rygalus put, like, the tattoo on him that binds his power. And then there's more like your father, like who's your father, Hunt? Like what? Mm-hmm. 
what should you be because you don't know your father? And they don't really answer any of that. And they just Yeah, leave. really teasing him with the daddy issues. Yeah, so. Yeah. Those are the sad boys. Yeah. Sad boys. Rach, was the, like, when they're talking about the, like, black crown, it reminded me of the, like, Volg princes and the stone and stuff from Throne of Glass. Maybe. Yeah. I feel like the black crown, like, implies that it could be, like, powerful or something. I know. Or, like, something, like, good for Hunt. So I don't really understand what's going on. Yeah. Samesies. But he mentions it to Pollux or whatever, right? And they're like, whoa. Or, like, Rigelus or something. Hunt does? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. And and Rigelus, well, I forget who. I think it's Rigelus. Seems to be like, ooh, how'd you know that? Yeah. Oh. That vaguely know. sounds true. Uh, whatever. We'll figure we it say. out. Yeah. Presumably. Okay. Yeah. So we have Bryce and the Akatar crew. We have the Sad Boys mm-hmm. and Lydia. And then our last group, I don't know whether to call them our hapless boys or the B-team boys or the peanut gallery. But there has C-team. never been, like, a group of men who needed female, like, guidance Oh, my God. More. Leadership so much. They, they are, are just... just at their wits end. Yeah. <laughs> so this lost. is, like, everyone who is left in Crescent City. So it's, like, Therian, as we'll learn. We yeah. have Ethan Holstrom, like, young, lonely wolf adopted mm-hmm. by Tufei Declan Gay. And his boyfriend, Mark, the lawyer, mm-hmm. and Flynn, who's kind of like fuckboy extraordinaire. Yeah. yeah. They all now are like have to make decisions for themselves and are just not equipped. They're so lost. No. Yeah. They're not at all equipped. And like the least equipped is probably Therian, who has had the biggest glow down in the entirety of the Massiverse, yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, he has basically sold himself into gladiator hood because he like he like broke up with the River Queen's daughter in the most like egregious possible manner. Yeah. And to like save himself had to basically find protection with the Viper Queen. Right. And she wants him to be a gladiator. Right. He defected from one violent queen to another. He is now addicted to the Viper Queen's venom and forced to like fight Minotaurs or whoever. Yeah, Minotaurs in the ring. So Um, sorry, go. No, I just I just want to get to the text because I do have an important gay agenda point to bring up here. Wow, wow. Because when we first see Therian, he's coming off his little like Minotaur battle, and he has like a hole in his shoulder, and he's like you know, on his self-hatred journey in the bathroom. And Ari, the dragon, comes in, and she is, like, purposely fighting for the Vibe Queens, like, win back her freedom, whatever. She's, like, looking hot. If I could just take us to the text right here. We get mm-hmm. a... Please. Therian says to her, still as pretty as ever, he managed to tease. She looks at him and is like, you look like shit. And he's, like, flirting with her, and she's just like, you have a hole in your shoulder. <laughs> and he's like... Well, you know, like that builds character. Ariadne, wait, how do you say that? Mm. Ariadne. Ariadne. Ariadne snorted, returning to her reflection. You know, you throw around your attraction to females quite a bit. I'm starting to think it's a shield. Wow. I totally missed that. Okay, I was wondering because I was like, wasn't he like BFFs with Hypaxia? Yes. In like a kind of like gay way. Yes, he was. Wasn't he kind of like using his whole maybe like engagement to the River Queen's daughter for a decade as like, oh, I can't sleep with any women. Shoot, that really sucks. 
sucks. Oh my god. You know, it's making sense. Yeah. And all this shit with Bryce of like legs. Oh hey, yeah. Legs. And he's like yeah. kissing Bryce on the lips and like Hunt's like, cool, get it. Like, you know what I mean? It's like Hello, yeah. it's been right in yeah. front of us the whole oh time. Oh my god. This is so exciting. I'm yeah. can't wait to get completely disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually like. I don't you think, think it's this real? is a Lulu. I think it's. I think it's like legit real. I feel there are a couple of other things that pop up. Like there's one time where like he's like looking at Flynn's hand, like like admiring his hand. I don't know. It's Ooh. Just, I just feel like I don't think Flynn is. I think you know. Yeah, but, um, yeah. We don't need Flynn. No, no, no. But I think it's. I think it's there. Well, Therian is gonna slay at like the circuit parties. He's gonna, I know. He's gonna. He's gonna have a time. Yeah. So we're following. We're on the Therian's Gate wow. train. It's it's we rolling. It's that. on time. We're yeah. here. Get on it. Choo choo. We're leaving the station, baby. Wow. We yeah. need one of our Delulu theories to pan out at least. I know. <laughs> so yeah, basically they're just like chit chatting. We learn more about like he got disowned also by his parents essentially for their own safety. They had to Which, like so funny the note that they sent him. They're like defecting Therian? What in Ogina's depths were you thinking? And it's like, <laughs> I kept picturing it as like, you know, in Harry Potter when like some kid like gets in trouble and he gets like the oh, letter and it's like the, the howler. mom like mm-hmm. screaming at him. I was like, I that is what I was imagining when he's yeah, reading this letter. No, it's like, it's the, this whole book, at least the part that I read, like, I feel like poor SJM has to like figure out a way to like get around the fact that like why isn't this all powers powerful state like going after everyone's families and so yeah. there's just always like constant like little caveats about why the parents are okay right and, like like little plot explanations so he gets summoned to the vibe queen who's mad and the vibe queen's mad because he beat his opponent too fast but also because she wants to give him like a new dose of his of her like addictive venom, yeah. which he's now like mm-hmm. addicted to, which is like, yeah. and so he, it's like he just gets like high, yeah, and it's yeah. really sad, yeah. No bueno, no bueno. But Therian is not alone in sort of making his bad choices because Ethan, Flynn, Deck, and Mark are at the meat market, and yeah. they are there, which is like Vibe Queen's territory, kind of like. It's like a farmer's market, and it's, like, very cool, but it's also very dangerous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What Do we need to summarize well, what happened so to a, them? they're kind of, like, trying to get information on what's happening to Rune and Hunt and, like, where Bryce went. But, like, obviously it's not working because people don't actually know anything. Also, reminder that at the end of CC2, Ethan had rescued one of the mystics mm-hmm. from the astronomer's tank who was actually an alpha wolf and like the lost heir of like Danica's family line, which is like the alpha wolves. And so they have her with them. Her name's Sigrid. Sigrid? But they call her Sigrid. Siggy, which like I'm fucking obsessed Love with. Siggy. And they have so to bring cute. her with them because obviously like if Sabine, who's the current like wolf heir or whatever, finds out, she's going to come kill her. This is where I would like to lodge another formal complaint. Okay, mm. sorry, I do have a number of these. The boys are being like not that nice to her and she just spent like decades in a fucking tub. Like it says that... You know, the other source of Ethan's frustration these days, playing babysitter for Sigurd Fendir. A, it's been two days, okay? <laughs> B, it says that if he thought and she'd you crawl freed out her. Of, 
and you <laughs> went to great lengths to free her. Okay, wait, now listen to this. If he thought she'd crawl out of her mystics tank and cower, he thought wrong. She'd been a pain in his ass for two days now, wanting the complete history of the Fendiers, their enemies, Ethan's enemies, uh, anything and everything that had happened while she'd been the astronomer's captive. Yeah, bitch, she was a fucking captive for decades. Like, obviously she wants answers. She has questions. So Your job uh, is to help answer the questions and be nice to her and not already complain about how you're being a babysitter. And she is rightfully annoyed at them because she's like, you're like fucking acting like I'm a child here and not being fucking helpful. And honestly, like being kind of dicks because there is a point where we all know that my thoughts on the use of the word sweetheart can really go and flip one way or the other. But there's a point Mm -hmm. here where Flynn's like something and calls her a sweetheart. And he's like, but it's very condescending and I don't like it. And it's like, hey, what if you were a little bit fucking nicer to her? What if you helped her out a little bit? What if you stopped being dumb fucking boys? Yeah, yeah, no, totally agree. <laughs> also, all, wait, uh, along the lines of like, oh my god, she just got out of a tub like two days ago that she's been in for like decades. She literally at still has point, raisin fingers. Yeah, at some point they're like, they're like, uh, Ethan, you need to tell her that she needs a fucking shower. <laughs> <laughs> And then Ethan's like, you have to shower. I'm like, she's been, it's been like two days. Right. In like, like the world. Yeah. I just, I, it's like, where is this on the priority list? Yeah. Like, I do love that. Yeah. She's so confident. Cause she's like the most alpha alpha ever to exist. And yeah. so she's just asking like a million questions of everybody. Cause she doesn't know anything about the world. Right. And, but like, so she has some, the three fire sprites that they rescued, the names of which are just like, I can't possibly keep no, in my right. head. But like, they're like they're kind of with so her. Cute. Yeah, they're yeah. so cute. And they just they're like, like in her hair. They hang out. Yeah. I do think the boys are just overwhelmed and like they have been yeah. thrust into a kind of like they've been given obligations and responsibilities, which is kind of not their MO. Like Flynn especially seems like if he feels like newborn dad, he's been like fucking around for the past like decade, you know, just like yeah. staying out late and smoking a lot of weed. And like all of a sudden now he has like children know, and I'm he doesn't like, know how to deal with it. For comparison's sake, let us look at Lydia, who's having to like watch the love of her life be tortured while like planning like how to help him while having to like be a double agent while having to do all these things. And these boys, it's like you're trying to do one, maybe two things right now. Get it together. Get it together. You had your frat boy days. It's time to be serious. Let's yeah. Go. So they're struggling to adjust. Yeah, they are. They decided on a very vague plan, which was <laughs> oh, sorry, like twitched. Um, they're like, they're like, okay, like remember that like Mer submarine city? Like, let's just get on one of those. Let's just like find Therian. Still mm-hmm. don't really know how to get to him, but we at least have a general shape of a plan. Get on the boat, and then once we're on the boat. We can maybe get over to like the other continent and the eternal city and figure out precisely what's happened with like Hunt, Rune, and Bryce. Right. Get closer to the Asteri with no plan. Yeah. And they're like really going like around. They're going back and forth and like around and around and around and around. We really come. I really came to appreciate Bryce's like even if often errant decisiveness just for the sake of like fucking Mm -hmm. making a decision. Mm Mm-hmm. They're just about to start executing on this plan when, whoops, they smell a bunch of wolves. And to Dina's point a moment ago, this isn't good because Sigrid Siggy is obviously like a threat to Sabine, given her like potential rival heirdom. And like Sabine basically killed Siggy's dad and sister. And that was how she like claimed her spot in the line of succession. Very were the roses. Anyway, so... They're like, fuck, this can't be good. 
there's like a cute little moment though where like they're all mad at Ethan, like all the boys are mad at Ethan for bringing Siggy, mm-hmm. and she defends him because she's like, no, like he like he's kind of an alpha, but like I'm an alpha alpha, and like I told him he had to bring me, so like you can get mad at me, but you can't get mad at him. Like he just has to do what I say. Yeah, he's a beta. Yeah, he's she a beta. is her girl boss intuition. You know what I mean? It's there. You can soak a girl in a tub, but you can't take the girl boss out of her. Ethan is like, oh, I always thought I was an alpha, but like I kind of like love it. Like I kind of need mm-hmm. this. Like she's right. No one has yeah. ever cared for me by ordering me around. Anyway, um, <laughs> they decide somewhat questionably initially that they're going to seek refuge with Isaiah, who is like, you know, like a agent of the state <laughs> that mm-hmm. is like <laughs> currently torturing Rune and Bryce. Wait, Rune and Hunt. Rune and Hunt. Sorry, Isaiah isn't there. Though, no, no, is he? no, 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 no. But I'm just saying, like, he works for like oh, a governor yeah, in the yeah, regime. Yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 like, and as we've talked before, like Isaiah seems like a good dude, but also kind of always weird, conflicted loyalties. Also, yeah. the other thing that seemed unrealistic to me is that in a city the size of Lunathian, surely. Isaiah and Deck and Mark would have like interacted at a gay bar before. Like it can't be that big of a city, and we know mm. Isaiah parties, but they don't really seem to have a relationship. So yeah, that's a good point. Anyway, they run down a corridor, open a door, and guess who is there? It is the person who is always outside a door that you open. Oh in my Crescent god, city. you're so <laughs> right. Why is Sabine always standing outside a fucking She's door? Always standing outside the door that you're opening. <laughs> Wow. It's Sabine. Everyone is like kind of gearing up. It's gonna yeah. be a little showdown. Uh, kind of prime fit Sabine is yeah. gonna like, like whatever, slug it out with Siggy, who is right. People are clicking their guns. People two are snarling. days out snarling? of isolation. Take what? Snarling. Snarling. Yeah. Yeah. God bless. Though we kind of get. I don't know. Do you remember that Indiana Jones movie where like he's gonna fight the sword guy with a whip, but then he just shoots him? That's kind of what happens here. <laughs> No, but that is exactly what happens. <laughs> you have then, a like, moment where you're like magical showdown, and then you're like, oh no, wait, it's Crescent City. Okay. Yeah, Flynn and Deck just like <laughs> shoot her face off, but like she'll Ooh. live because she's like veneer. But anyway, she's like momentarily out of commission. They're like, all right, let's go. So they're like running to find a boat, mind you. Like they're just like, let's go to the water and like see if there's like a single boat that we can take. <laughs> and they're like, they're like sprinting down an alley, and then like the Vibe Queen in a very like noir film way is just sort of like lounging against a wall with like a cigarette in her fingers like hey boys like want to come with me and i think at one point she's like bad dog to Ethan. oh (laughs) always she's always saying something like that in her like little like gold jumpsuit or something yeah exactly and so we sort of end this episode and this little segment with our with our c team boys they (laughs) end up in like the suite that therian is in they see like a kind of like fucked up therian like super high clearly not in a good spot and it's like kind of unclear. Are they being sheltered? Are, are they sort of prisoners? They're kind of all at the Vibe Queen's mercy. There's, it's fun. There's like some male like friendship. Like the boys are kind of upset that Therian didn't seek their help, but yeah. they don't really know. Like they yeah. don't really know how to like express the fact that no. like really they're worried for him, but it's like right. coming out as like they're upset that he yeah. didn't ask them. Yeah, and it's like oh, it is very boy and very cute. The JV boys are. They are JV boys. Yeah. And then and then Lydia shows up and the chapter ends. Yeah. Wow. Wow. What there a time. Go. Most people not doing great, it seems. Yeah, only no. kind of Bryce and or I mean Nesta's doing the best, but like yeah. 
which we do love. We'll take it. So that's where we are. There is a lot of obviously table setting there. And I think we've got it out of the way. And that's good. And now it seems like maybe the boys will have a woman to tell them what to do. (laughs) Thank fucking God. Wowee. Well, gosh, that's our first little taste. Hopefully that's enough to sate for now. We will be back next week with more. Not actually more M-O-R, M-O-R-E. Yeah, no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. where is she? M-I-A. M-I-fucking-A. But until then, we want your thoughts on the Instagram DMs, because obviously by the time you hear this, we will have devoured this book once, if not twice. Mm -hmm. And say hi, leave ratings. Again, Reddit. Oh my gosh, surprise Reddit threads. We love, we live for. Any Mm -hmm. of the above, really. Yeah. Anything else? Yeah. No? No, just, you know... Be at peace. Be well. <laughs> yeah. Be well. Hope you have a be, good week. Be well, friends. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.